In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome again to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. Hope that you're all safe and well, and of course once again I remember you in the prayers of Mass today. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of Mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of Mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord have Mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. May the working of your mercy, O Lord, we pray, direct our hearts aright, for without your grace we cannot find favour in your sight. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading, a reading from the prophet Jeremiah. The Lord revealed it to me. I was warned. Lord, that was when you opened my eyes to their scheming. I, for my part, was like a trustful lamb being led to the slaughterhouse, not knowing the schemes they were plotting against me. Let us destroy the tree in its strength. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, so that his name may be quickly forgotten. But you, Lord of hosts, who pronounce a just sentence, who probe the loins and heart, let me see the vengeance you will take on them, for I have committed my cause to you. The Word of the Lord. Lord God, I take refuge in you. Lord God, I take refuge in you. From my pursuer, save me and rescue me, lest he tear me to pieces like a lion and drag me off with no one to rescue me. Give judgment for me, Lord, I am just and innocent of heart. Put an end to the evil of the wicked. Make the just stand firm. You who test mind and heart, O just God. God is the shield that protects me, who saves the upright of heart. God is a just judge, so to anger, but he threatens the wicked every day. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Several people who had been listening to Jesus said, Surely he must be the prophet. And some said, He is the Christ. But others said, Would the Christ be from Galilee? Does scripture say, not say that the Christ must be descended from David and come from the town of Bethlehem? So the people could not agree about him. 
Some would have liked to arrest him, but no one actually laid hands on him. The police went back to the chief priests and Pharisees, who said to them, Why haven't you brought him? The police replied, There has never been anybody who has spoken like him. So the Pharisees answered, You've been led astray as well. Have any of the authorities believed in him? Any of the Pharisees? The rabble knows nothing about the law. They are damned. One of them, Nicodemus, the same man who had come to Jesus earlier, said to them, But surely the law does not allow us to pass judgment on a man without giving him a hearing and discovering what he is about? To this they answered, Are you a Galilean too? Go into the matter, and see for yourself. Prophets do not come out of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Today at Mass, the first reading comes from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. We don't know the exact history of Jeremiah, but those scholars who are able to tell us things about Jeremiah and the book of the prophet Jeremiah tell us that he probably lived around the year 650 uh, to 570 BC. Um, we know that uh, he was a prophet in time of great turmoil uh, for the people of Israel. Uh, they were threatened uh, on all sides by people who wanted to invade the land. Uh, and the prophet Jeremiah has a word uh, for the people who uh, he tells about the destruction that is about to come. But nobody really wants to hear this message uh, and they conspire against Jeremiah uh, and want to put him to death. And the religious authorities eventually, and the court officials are able to uh, arrest him and to throw him down into a cistern or a well into the deep mud. And they do that because they don't really want to kill him or to have blood on his hands. They want to put him to death, but they don't want to be uh, responsible for it. And so they leave him there. And eventually somebody's able to bring him out of the, the well itself. Uh, but in the, the book of the prophet Jeremiah, we hear uh, Jeremiah kind of lamenting over uh, how people uh, refuse to listen to the word of God that he tells them, uh, and he bemoans his own uh, situation. Um, and we hear of that uh, over and over again in the book of the prophet Jeremiah, and we hear it in the reading of today's Mass. What then happens, of course, is just exactly what he prophesies uh, that there is the destruction of Jerusalem and the people are carried away into Babylonia. Some people are left behind and it seems as if uh, Jeremiah was one of those people that were left behind and was treated apparently quite decently by the invaders themselves. Um, he seems to have found favour uh, with the remainder of the people that were in Jerusalem at that time. Today also in the Gospel reading we hear uh, of Jesus himself, uh, kind of similar uh, in, in some ways to Jeremiah. Um, people turn against Jesus now 
uh, in uh, these passages that we hear. Uh, the authorities themselves are looking to put them under arrest uh, and uh, they wonder uh, why the police that they've sent out to uh, catch him or to apprehend him uh, haven't brought uh, him back to them. Um, so we kind of sense then, uh, like Jeremiah, uh, he uh, is suffering that same kind of fate. And very often those that were prophets in the Old Testament uh, suffered that ill-treatment. I don't know if whether you had the opportunity to watch uh, Pope Francis's uh, address and prayers from St Peter's Square yesterday, but it was very profound and, and very moving indeed. And if you get the chance to watch and listen to that on Facebook or Parish Facebook, I, I do advise you to, 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 to watch and listen to it because it's very, very beautiful and very profound and very pointed for the times in which we live. Um, one of the things that kind of struck me was that uh, he brought from one of the churches, San Marcello Corso, uh, in the centre of Rome, a, a beautiful image of, of the crucifixion uh, that dates back to the 16th century uh, and was prayed to a time of uh, a plague in the, in the city itself. Uh, people prayed that the plague would be averted and, and brought to it to a halt. And it's got a very special kind of place in the, the religious life of, of Rome itself. Uh, people go to this uh, crucifix, not it's the image, uh, it's not Christ himself, but it, it, it's that kind of powerful connection between uh, Christ and ourselves that, that sometimes these images uh, represent. Uh, and uh, especially in times of trouble, uh, that, that crucifix is very often brought out. And it was amazing to see it once again in St Peter's Square and that lonely space where it was occupied only by the Holy Father and, and a few others, uh, where he prayed especially uh, to Christ uh, uh, for everyone at this particular time um, in sickness and uh, loneliness and those health care workers who are looking after the sick, um, all those prayers. Uh, rising to heaven itself. And I suppose as we listen uh, to the readings uh, uh, today, we, we kind of feel in those readings that that kind of suffering and that uh, uh, sense of abandonment, if you like, uh, very often comes in difficult situations that we find in our own life and maybe especially uh, in these days. But we're aware that the Lord himself has not abandoned us that he comes to console us, to give us strength in these moments. And those powerful images that we that we often gaze at, at Christ and, and, and the cross in our own homes, uh, reassures us uh, of that sign that God gives to us, that God loves the world, uh, that he, he has not come to condemn the world, but, but that he's come to offer his own son so that the world itself might have, have life. And so we just as Pope Francis did uh, embrace that cross, uh, we embrace the cross uh, today to give us strength and comfort and consolation and guidance uh, through these days. And we're aware that the Lord himself is with us. He's very much with us in these times. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer. 
which earth has given and human hands have made, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine, the work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Be pleased, O Lord, we pray, with these offerings you receive from our hands, and even when our wills are defiant, constrain them them mercifully to turn to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you will that our self-denial should give you thanks, humble our sinful pride, contribute to the feeding of the poor, and so help us to imitate you in your kindness. And so we glorify you with countless angels, as with one voice of praise we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and the earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them which you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, He took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. 
welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. I pray with great confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. May your holy gifts purify us, O Lord, we pray, and by their working render us fully pleasing to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. We continue to ask Mary special protection for us in these times. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Tomorrow morning we'll celebrate uh, Sunday celebration of Mass and uh, invite you to be present with me at that Mass. And we'd be to encourage uh, family as well uh, in uh, different places also to be present uh, for it, especially children and young people as well. Today the forecast is not so good, uh, although it's pretty sunny just now and, and warmish, so I hope that you have a, a nice and pleasant day and uh, also that you have a nice maybe walk through the day as well. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.